Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we are going to hand out some mid-season hardware. We're going to give you our coach rows and player of the mid-season pitcher and position player. So four awards, but you know what? We can't do this without Tom. Tom, what's up, buddy? We can't do this without Tom. Good evening, Rob. Good we, evening, ladies and gentlemen. Can't. I am Tom. I'm here to make sure we get it done. There's some <laughs> hardware to give out. I'm here to do it. Let's do it. Before we get started, we were I didn't even get the updates, but I think one of my guys won, but who cares? Neither one of us picked the right guy to win the home run derby, but what I wanted to talk about, the All-Star game, 2023 All-Star game was a record low viewership. Seven million people watched it. Previous low was last year, 7.5, which was 10% less than 2021. What is going on? Why do people not care about the All-Star game? Because I don't. I didn't watch one second of anything. I think if I have to put my finger on it, it's because the the blue bloods, as I like to call them, you know, the elite teams, are not really well represented, in my opinion. You don't have a ton of Yankees. You don't have a ton of Dodgers. I mean, you had some Dodgers, but um, and I mean, you had some Yankees. I mean, Garrett Cole started the game. I just don't think they're as represented as as they as they would be in other seasons. You had what eight Rangers or something like that. You had a ton of Braves, and while those are still bigger markets, I don't know that they carry the same weight with an All Star game that if you know. Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge were in the outfield or, you know, there was more than just Mookie Betts uh, and J.D. Martinez for the Dodgers. And then again, there is a this 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 thing and this isn't just not baseball, all the other sports. The all star appearances are kind of losing their luster, whether it's football, basketball, you name it. It's just not the big draw that it once was. Yeah, I mean, NFL, a lot of people, they don't they don't even participate. Major League Baseball, they're starting to not participate. So maybe that has something to do with it. I know they tried to improve things by, you know, a, a couple years ago by letting the winner have their league have home field advantage in the World Series. They try to make it count. I don't know. Nobody cares. A lot of people, I mean, I guess 7 million people care, but I, I can't explain why I don't care. I just don't care. I don't care about, maybe because the Astros weren't playing. I know Kyle Tucker got a walk or something, but. I don't know. I, I think if Altuve was starting, Jordan was starting, you know, if we had a lot of starters, I would have probably watched it. And I think that's kind of what you were talking about. No blue blood. So that's probably why. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's probably kind of going away a little bit, you know, with the, with the amount of guys that are in this, in the game now and the amount of, okay, I'm only going to get a guy to pitch one inning or you may get one or two at bats. So how invested can you really be knowing your guy isn't going to play the whole game? Uh, for us, example, example with Kyle Tucker, he played late in the game. He had what one AB was in the field, you know, for what one or two innings. That was it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think the home run derby is a little more something that you would look forward to more than the game, but. I don't know. I heard it's really fun to go to. But anyway, let's move on. I don't know if you know this, but the 
Astros 2024 schedule is out. And I have two things to point out that are very exciting. And we'll do another episode later about the schedule. But the Astros are playing the Rockies in Mexico next year. April 27th and 28th. How awesome is that? I feel like that's going to be a pretty sweet home field environment um, geographically. So I think that'll be really cool. I, I, I wish I could say, hey, I'm, I'll be there. Book it. Uh, that's a, it's a it's a tough travel ask um but i think it's really cool that they're they're getting a, an international game to see you know what kind of following what kind of fan follow colorado's probably going to be well represented too and uh, and they're giving you a lot of uh leadway mm-hmm. what what is it right now july you you got till next april, april. get your passport whatever you want to do if you want to go to mexico but here's another cool thing about the schedule. Right away, when you when you open it up, see the first game of the year, the Astros open up at Minute Maid Park against the New York Yankees. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. I got on Twitter. I saw that. And, you know, there's, there's the Astros fans that are looking forward to seeing, you know, the Yankee fans, Yankee Twitter. You know, they go back and forth a little bit. And it was interesting because some of the Yankee Twitter guys were like, man, I, I, I do not want the season to start off in Houston with the potential that, you know, they could be raising another banner and we got to see another, them get another ring after they potentially knock us out of the playoffs or something like that. So it was just really funny. I, I, I always look forward to the Astros Yankees matchup now and uh, we get it right away. All right. So now let's get to what everyone tuned in for the mid season players of the year. I guess that makes sense. It made sense when I wrote it down. All right. So what we did, folks, is we put a poll out on Twitter and let Twitter vote for it. So we will give you the Twitter results in each category, and we will give you our picks. See if we agree with the common folk on Twitter. (laughs) That was just a joke. All right. (laughs) I didn't have them in any particular order, just the way they popped up on uh, my alerts. But let's start with well. Do you want to start with the Coach Roses Award or the or the big award? I think there is no wrong answer, sir. We can start with whichever one you'd like. All right, I'll just go in order then. Position player, Coach Rose Award, mid season. You do not have to pick one of these options, but Twitter had to pick one of these options. But we kind of when we're the ones that picked the four options, so I highly doubt you're going to not pick someone. And this is the hardest one. I shouldn't have started with this. This should have been the coup de gras. <laughs> Coach Rose, position player of the midseason award. Yiner Diaz, Corey Jolks, Mauricio Dubon, Chaz McCormick. Twitter results. You want to, let's, you want to do our results first or Twitter? What do you think would be more exciting for the listener? I think you should start with us. I do too. And bump it against the people. All right. Who do you got? For me, it's it's really, really tough. There's there's two guys that are head and shoulders. And I'm gonna go with Mauricio Dubon. Mm. It was it was him or Yiner. Both of those guys definitely exceeded what anybody thought they were gonna do. Dubon was not supposed to see the field. It was it was supposed to be anybody but him. Yiner was supposed to be a backup who was, you know, going to 
catch once every blue moon. And they, all they've done is DH him a ton, play him at first, catch him wherever they could get him in the field. And then Dubon is one of the best hitters, you know, being able to establish the offense and, and seamlessly fit in where Jose Altuve got hurt to take over his job and just keep the train rolling, rolling along. All right. So Tom has Dubon. I do not have Dubon. This is the one that I really had to look at and I wanted to make an educated answer. I was going <laughs> to say guess, but it's an answer. I went with Corey Jolks. Because it's the coach Rose. This guy was not protected. The Astros didn't think enough of this guy to protect him. 29 other teams didn't think enough about him to select him. He's playing for the Astros. Nobody expected that. He's hitting 282. Six homers, 29 RBIs at the break. This guy wasn't even supposed to be on the team. Now, the difference in him and Dubon and is that I expected Dubon to be on the team, so that takes a little bit away. But I don't want to take anything away from Dubon. But I just think the Corey Jolk story is the most Coach Rose story out of all of them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's the hometown kid, uh, U of H product. It's, it's, it's hard not to root for him. It's hard not to root for any of these guys. That's what makes this one so challenging. I really had to sit back for me. Personally, I had to sit back and go, okay, who has meant more to this club? All of them have exceeded expectations. I just really don't know where we'd be without Mauricio Dubon and what he was able to do for a large portion of the first half of the season. Yeah, I think if it was like, coach, I don't know, because that would be like an MVP award, and he would totally deserve it. And he is also up for player of the year, player of the midseason. So hold on to your your belt buckle there tom all right twitter also picked mauricio dubon so the twitter agrees with you buddy 41 percent of the votes went to dubon 28 went to yiner diaz so you were spot on with your first two choices 21 percent Corey jokes and 10 percent chaz that was kind of hard to figure out who to make that we almost went with only three choices but you agree with Twitter, so. Good what can I time. say? I'm a man of the people. You are. You're a man of the people, and I have, I, I don't know. I like Corey Jokes. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go with player of the year. This is offensive player of the year. We'll get to pitchers next. Your options are Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Jose Abreu, or Mauricio Dubon. Again, all of these guys – uh, with the exception, I think, of Abreu, because most would say he probably did not did not do what he was brought in to do. I know he ha- he's he's starting to find it a little bit, but he's still not there. And then the other the other three have been key cogs in this team. You're not gonna get to the record that they are to be as close to the division lead without each one of these guys. I'm going to make this argument this way, and it's probably going to be different than yours. It might even be different from Twitter, but I I feel like this is what makes this person that much more critical and, and almost validates, you know, his selection. My pick is Jordan Alvarez and you, you hear the name and go, well, duh. But at the same time, he's missed over a month of baseball. 
He's missed over a month of baseball. He probably shouldn't be in consideration for that reason because he's missed so much time. However, when you look at his numbers, when you look at his stats, the man is like third in RBIs and he's missed a month of baseball. So it is it is largely in part to what he was able to do when he played to get them to where they are today. And I think you miss him that much more because Tuck, and I think it's I think it's Bregman too, right there at the top, have barely caught this man in RBIs over the last series uh, of, of the, the first half. Or Jordan Alvarez missing a month of baseball would have been leading the team in RBIs. That's incredible. He would probably have like 20, at least 20 more RBIs. Oh, absolutely. All right. So you went with Jordan. I did not go with Jordan. The person I went with has a 288 average, which leads the team. RBIs, 56, leads the team. Stolen bases leads the team. Third and runs, leads the team in on-base percentage, slugging, OPS, hits, and doubles. That's right. It's Kyle Tucker. That is my midseason player of the year. For me, it was 1 and 1A. But I looked at, at how much Jordan had done in the little time that he played compared to Tuck, who had a, had a little lull in the season in the beginning where he struggled. And Tuck, with all that extra time, has just caught uh, in RBIs. And I think, I think Jordan still leads in OPS if he had uh, enough ABs. So it's, it's tough. Like both of those guys are definitely deserved. All right. Twitter. Here's the Twitter results. Neither of us agreed with Twitter. Let's look at my pick. Kyle Tucker. Twitter gave them, gave Tucker 8% of the votes. Eight. Eight percent. They gave Jose Abreu four percent, which is expected. They gave Jordan Alvarez twenty nine percent, and they gave Mauricio Dubon fifty nine percent of the vote. The Player of the Year at the midseason point. I don't agree with that. I think, of, of course, because I picked Tucker, and you don't agree with it. Okay. And and I feel like if we didn't have the Coast Rose, which kind of speaks more to what Dubon has meant to this team, um, he's not leading any big statistical categories. He's not an RBI guy. He's not a home run guy. He's not an OPS guy, um, but very valuable. So I understand part of where Twitter's coming from. However, when you look at the stats, the actual guys that are getting it done when it matters most, it's the two we mentioned, and while Dubon is a great story, and and we would not be in this position without him, I think those guys are the the straw that stirs the drink, as they say. Yeah, I mean Dubon, very important. He's so important that he's on both lists, and you uh, voted for him, so he won some hardware. That's good. All right, let's take a quick break. I don't know how long we've been recording. Do you? I don't. I think it may be time for a break because I'm just looking at my notes. We're halfway done. So we'll be right back, folks, with more Astros baseball. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we're back. Let's do pitcher to Coach Rose Award. Your nominees, folks, and play along with us at home if you haven't been already. Brandon Belak, Ronel Blanco, J.P. France, Phil Maton. That's our Coach Rose midseason award winner. Who you got, Tom? I have J.P. France. J.P. France, for me, was not a guy on anybody's top prospect list. He wasn't expected to be anywhere near Houston, he was going to be just a guy in Sugarland. I think when we talk about pitchers, they they were talking about Forrest, you know, obviously Hunter because Hunter was already here. It was it was it wasn't JP France. He started in Sugarland. Injury happens, all he does is come in and shine. He's been so consistent, he's been so good. And uh I would argue that he's probably outpitched everybody not named Framber. And yeah. that's why I feel He's the selection. I think his record would be better if he had a little bit more run support. I think we agree that he probably gets the short end of the stick sometimes in that regard. But other than that, the guy has done everything and more than you could have ever asked for. Oh, yeah. He's the epitome of the Coach Rose winner. And I also have J.P. France. The guy's been amazing. The guy is pitching good enough to be our number two pitcher right now. I have so much confidence in him. It's crazy because I thought we were in trouble. When Luis Garcia and Urquidy went down, I was like, Belak and J.P. France? Oh, no. But J.P. France has been amazing. Let's go to Twitter votes. Somebody got a zero. So we didn't do a good job of putting these out there. I don't know who else we could have put, but Ronel Blanco. I can't believe – I guess if they – Got to vote for a couple people. Maybe he wouldn't get a zero because he's done well. You didn't expect anything from him, and he's done well. But he got a zero. Brandon B, like 4%. He's also done well. Not as good as J.P. France. Phil Maton, 8%. And with the biggest landslide win in the vote, J.P. France, 88% of the votes. I didn't have to think for one minute who the, who the winner was in this. I think that speaks more to why uh, Ronel Blanco got a zero than yeah. us putting somebody else in there. I think we could have listed a bunch of guys and it probably, you know, we could have went into the bullpen and went a Brayu or the magic man or something like that. And their, their importance would be equal, but then JP would just, you know, still stick out head and shoulders. Yeah. And I think that's what this speaks to. Not that Ronald Blanco hasn't been great or that people don't feel that he's been great. So I wouldn't take that zero as a, as a, as a negative, more, more indicative of how good JP's been. 
Well, if Ronell is listening, don't take a negative. It's just that JP France is that awesome. 88%. That's almost nine and 10 people that voted voted for JP. So there's not a lot of votes to, to go around. So it's a clean sweep for JP France. And now let's go to pitcher of the midseason. I probably called this something different every time I go to the different categories. <laughs> pitcher of the year, midseason award. Your nominees are for Amber. J.P. France, Hector Neris, and Ryan Presley. So the one thing I want to point out here, folks, is the respect I have for Dubon and for J.P. France, what they've done for this team, and it shows that they're on both categories. They're in both categories, so you know we respect them a ton. That being said, my nomination for midseason pitcher of the season is Framber. Framber has been the ace. Framber has been everything that you thought he was going to be. I think there was going to be questions about how good he would transition into that 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 numero uno role because in the past he's never been asked to shoulder that kind of load to be the stopper when they needed a win. To, to come out and dominate and save your bullpen when you needed him to save your bullpen, go deep into games. Framber has been every bit of that. He's had a little bit of the injury bug towards the end, but I mean, on this team who hasn't, and he still performed really, really well. Framber leads the league in, in ERA, and that's not easy to do. I think that makes him the award winner for me, not taking anything away from Ryan Presley, who's been nails other than a, a small hiccup as far as closing. Hector Neris, who's been so critical, he's came in and and put out fires. He's came in, started a fire, then put it out. I mean, he's <laughs> been so reliable in the pen. And then um, I think was was it CJ was the other one. JP Framber next. JP, Neris. obviously JP. We we you know how we feel about JP. He's uh, uh, already got his hardware, so I think this is very clear that it needs to be Framber for me. All right, I also pick Framber. J.P. France has done good, but he hasn't been Framber. Framber has complete games. Framber has eight-inning games, seven-inning games, two-hit games, no-run games. The guy's amazing. He's, I mean, he has the lowest ERA in Major League Baseball or the American League. I think it's in baseball. I'll, I'll double-check it. but So he would be the pitcher of the year. He, he would probably be the all-star starter, even if, if he could pitch – and it wasn't Dusty Baker, they would still probably give him the start. He's been amazing. I agree. Go ahead. So while you look, I'm going to talk about Twitter. I'm going to give you the Twitter results. So Tom and I both pick Framber. Who do you guys pick? Listening. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'll write that down. All right. So Ryan Presley and Hector Neris both got 6%. J.P. France, 30%. And then Framber wins with 58%. So clean sweep. We agreed with Twitter. We agreed with each other on the pitchers. Three different people on player of the year. And then you and Twitter agreed on the midseason position player of the year. And Framber does lead all of baseball in ERA. There Second is Shane McClanahan. Third is Clayton Kershaw. 
fourth is Justin Steele from Chicago, and then Nathan Eovaldi. He has also pitched more innings than McClanahan, Kershaw, or Steele, and just a hair behind Eovaldi. I mean, the guy's just been an absolute workhorse. His record doesn't show it. All these other guys have sparkling records where Frambers is not to the level, but he just hasn't had the run support because everybody's been so dang injured. So it goes to show you the respect that Astro fans have for J.P. France and what he's done is that he got 30% of the votes when Framber's the obvious choice. So that's how much respect he has, and that's how much – what did Dubon get? Uh, he got 41, and then he got 59. So he got a lot of respect too. So all right, let's go to – and I got an announcement about this, folks, because I'm an honest man. We got to go to Survivor. Tom's at 16 and 6. I'm at 13 and 9. However, as I was looking through my picks to try to figure out who to pick, because we only got nine teams left, I realized that I picked the Angels twice, Tom. So <laughs> I wouldn't expect I, you to pick the Astros twice, not the Angels twice. So I don't know how I did it. So I am taking the L for the second pick because it was a win. They won the game when I picked them. So I'm taking the L. I'm 12 and 10. And now I have one too many teams left. And I asked Tom to take a team out, but he let me do it. So what I did is I took the high road and I took the Phillies out. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I took the Oakland A's. No, I, I, I'm i the one that missed up. So I not only took Philly out, I took San Diego over Philly. I doubled down on Philly. That's your pick for today? Yeah. I also am taking San Diego because <laughs> I, I'm looking at all these other teams I got and and the, the picks are not in, in an advantageous situation San Diego's probably my best chance. You Darvish is just pitching. He's pitched okay. He's not been great. He's been good. And we'll see. So my initial pick was Miami. And then I looked down the list and I picked them already. And that's when I had to say, hey, you know what? I need to write all these down and start marking them off because I'm lost. I just lost a game that I won and I hardly ever win. But anyway, Tom is now up. Four games after I clawed back, and now I got rid of a good team. So there we go. I, I feel better about it because I wouldn't want to take Oakland out and then beat you by one, which it ain't going to happen, but it could, and I don't want it to be that way. So I took a good team out. All right, I got a couple of things that I want to talk about. Tom, we got two topics of conversation before we go to Tom's final thoughts. Did you happen to see this Mattress Max? What's his name? Mattress, Mattress Mac. His hat with the <laughs> dollar sign on it. And I, I don't get it. It's ridiculous. The bobblehead's ridiculous. The hat's ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. He's not even on the team. He's not a member of the team. He has nothing to do with it. He's the only non-player, non-coach, non-former player that's that at what they would I don't know. I don't get it. He's a super fan. And so am I. I, I I believe well, yes and no. I'm not yes, a millionaire. That's yeah, why. exactly. Exactly. That that that's what that's what gets you that extra status, you know? 
Um, so he's out in the media. He's he's, you know, getting generating positive press for the Astros. So I, I assume that's why they they graced him with a hat. Did you hear the price tag on that hat? Is the hat one hundred and twenty, or is there like a package? Two hundred and eighteen dollars. I I thought it's it was in like a, a box. Package. So it's, it's, it's only got... the hat in the box. That's what I. That's what I. So heard. folks, if you haven't seen this, <laughs> it has a big, stupid, ridiculous gold dollar sign on the front of a white hat. It is ridiculous. I wouldn't wear that if you bought it for me. I would wear it to cut the grass at the minimum. That's it. <laughs> it's stupid. It's a limited edition Astros dollar sign hat. Did you see the 713 editions? It has that retro logo, and they have all the shirts to match. That's kind of cool, but I, I don't want a hat with that logo, except the, Ast- the Oilers colors, the only ones that I'm a little fond of. I saw it. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't like the. I don't like that logo. I, I love the color schemes. All the color schemes, amazing. Ketchup and mustard. The love you blue with the white. The 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 brick red. All the color schemes, so good. And then the logo just turned me off. I was like, Yep. I get it. It's different, but at the same time, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No. You'd have gave me those with the Astros logo. Or the old one, or the old Astros logo for like the 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 ketchup and mustard with the with the the Astrodome. Yeah, it, I I'd have had one. I had one. Yeah, had one. yeah. It, I don't know. They're way better than the Mattress Mac hat with the stupid dollar. My wife's gonna be mad that I said stupid. There's dollars. only two hundred and eighty one of them, and it's in a signature money. Oh case my box. goodness! Yep. Somebody, yep. I know somebody bought one. Yep. All right, number two. My second, I, you got a freebie there, folks. There's not really three. That was just to add on. We just had the draft and we haven't talked about it because we're not knowledgeable on the uh, young kids coming up. We have no idea. We should get Astro's Future guy on. We could Absolutely. I, he, if you don't follow Astro's Future on Twitter and you want to learn about the young guys coming up, you're doing it wrong. He constantly tweeted out. He's tweeted out. I've watched it uh, all day today, and I believe yesterday. Everyone that's agreed to sign so far, which has been really interesting to see some of the some of the high school kids decide to sign with the Astros. Obviously, the college guys are going to make that trip. So, if you want to find out anything about the young guys coming up, he's the guy. Definitely go check out Astros Future on Twitter. And yeah, I was going to say we should get him on this week, but it's already Thursday. <laughs> All right, we got so work anyway, to do tomorrow. <laughs> so there was a story on MLB.com, and these are one of my f- favorite stories to click on when it says each team's what did it say? One favorite draft pick from each team. That's what the that's what the story said. One favorite pick. And I guess this is the guy writing a story's opinion. And I'd love to hear Jimmy's opinion of it. So they said Astros outfielder they picked an outfielder named cam fisher in the fourth round i know they picked a shortstop first and i've seen him pick a pitcher somewhere but this guy's third last year he was third in ncaa in home runs fifth in division one in walks 
and a scout said he is a mid-major version of Kyle Schwarber. That's what he looks excited at, I, about. I saw a clip of him. The guy's got crazy power. He just looks like a big bopper. And um, you 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 give me a, a Kyle Schwarber clone, I'll take it. That guy tormented us in the playoffs last season. Until he bunted. Until he bunted. I wish I could interview him and say, why'd you bunt? <laughs> yeah, I, that'd be pretty interesting. I'd, I'd love to know if that was driven by the manager or he saw something. I don't know. All right, so before we go to Tom's final thoughts, I don't know if I told you, Tom, but we were watching the news, and it's flooding where we are going to go on vacation. So we canceled everything. So we have no plans. And we there's a possibility that we may go to Houston for a couple of days. But I doubt it. We'll probably fly somewhere. But we've got to figure it out <laughs> tomorrow night. But anyway, it is time, folks, for your favorite segment of the show, Tom's Final Thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, the second half of the season is upon us. Tomorrow we get started. We get going again. No, 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 no breaks. Otani comes to comes to town, or we go to we go to Otani's house. I'm sorry. Um, it's gonna be tough. JP France is gonna have his hands full. Definitely look forward to the start of the second half. The schedule favors the Astros in their uh, chase of the Texas Rangers. The Rangers' next three series are gonna be very difficult. The Astros have a chance to win each of the next three series, in my opinion. The, the t- three teams they're going to face are not as challenging as the three that the Rangers are going to face. There is some very good news that I'm surprised Rob did not bring up. What? Jordan Alvarez, Jose Arquiti start a rehab assignment tomorrow in Sugarland. I don't know if you're going to be able to get tickets. I don't know how hard it's going to be to go check them out, but they will be here on the team starting a rehab assignment facing the El Paso Chihuahuas. Are they uh, going to be there all weekend? Well, that's that's the plan. I don't know how many games they're going to play. Uh, you would assume at least three. I don't know if it's going to be Arquita gets a start and then he's done. I don't know if Jordan's going to play two games and he's done. I just know that they're starting a rehab assignment, which means they are on the path to getting back to the big ball club, which we cannot wait for. That's exciting. Dana Br- Dana Brown also said in an interview on 790 a few days back that Jose Altuve is about a week behind them. So there's a good chance that he could also go on a rehab assignment, probably Corpus, because I imagine uh, Sugarland will go on the road and then the Corpus will probably be at home. I haven't looked at it yet. I just assume that. So I think that's what happened to him last time. But ball club's getting healthy at a good time with a favorable schedule to be able to get back in this division, take control of the division, and get back to where they belong. All right, tomorrow's game is at the Angels at 8.38 p.m., late game for us. Starting pitcher, J.P. France. Award winner, J.P. France. 4-3 and three with a 3-2-6 ERA facing Shohei Otani. Saturday, Framer Valdez with his amazing 251 ERA takes on Detmers. Who is two and six with a four point three one, and then Sunday is an evening game. Christian Javier, 
I can't believe Christian Javier is still seven and one as as bad as he's been pitching. He he's so lucky. Seven and one, four thirty four <laughs> ERA against Anderson, who is a left handed pitcher. He's four and two with a five two five ERA. And Tuesday and Wednesday they go against Colorado. So should be exciting. Absolutely. Like I said, this is an opportunity for the Astros to take advantage of the schedule to make up ground on the Rangers so that after these three series, they meet up again. There could be a flip-flop of scenarios where the hunter becomes the hunted. I don't know if you know. I think it's coming Sunday. Uh, Astros fan UK, the guy from, he's going to be at the Sugarland game on Sunday. And I guess they found out about it and he's going to throw out the first pitch. That's so, so awesome. So, so if you know him, go to the game on Sunday and you can check him out. But anyway, that's all we have for this show. We hope you enjoyed it half as much as we did. Then you would enjoy it twice as much as we did. I don't know what to say. All right. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, folks. I'm just being silly. We do appreciate it as always. And we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.